0: Last week's sign-off where I railed on Dunkirk for what I took to be the bad faith of its director in shirking from, you know, given the movie, the theme of which was, uh, the you know, courage and survival in this great episode of, of history, you know, surviving on the beach of Dunkirk. Um, it was, te- it was all the more telling that the director was such a coward when it came to thinking about and explaining, um, his decision to, uh, represent the history of the, the, the racial and ethnic, um, diversity present in the, the battle, uh, and in, you know, more broadly in, uh, in the war, um. So, you know I enjoyed that tremendously. I enjoyed doing that and um perhaps as a strategy of uh working more pop culture into our podcast and having call outs. are you uh,
1: suggesting that references to Theseus's ship are insufficient for and Dante's inferno look, I gave you your
0: what is so that? much pop culture 13th century italian uh art, yeah. Um, no, I was just thinking that, uh, my blistering attack on Wonder Woman, which basically everybody seems to like, like conservatives, like this movie, progressives, like this movie, the only people who don't like this movie that I've seen talking about it are, um, uh, people whose critique rests on solidarity with Palestinians because, um, Godot or Godot, whatever, however her name is pronounced. I'm going to keep Gadot. saying ghetto
1: because probably, we keep waiting Gadot. and waiting, but we never get ghetto when we're <laughs> yeah. trying to do this.
0: But you know, So she's Israeli, and she was a uh, trainer for the Israeli military, and so there was some extent to which she um, sort of performed more than her mandatory role um, as a you know Israeli citizen serving in the armed forces. Um, and then she, like, tweeted something in support of, you know, like, I hope our boys come back safe. I hope the mission is successful um, during one of Israel's, uh, you know, interventions in, uh, it was either in Lebanon or in uh, Gaza. I can't recall exactly the time. But anyway, the only people who didn't like Wonder Woman were basically people who were like, oh, well, I really like the movie. I just wish that. They hadn't picked an Israeli woman, um, you know, to represent Wonder Woman. So it's basically this, it's the total opposite of Dunkirk where people are evaluating the movie um, explicitly through the lens of politics that have nothing to do with, you know, the movie as a work of um, fiction, as a a narrative, as a quote-unquote, as a movie. Um, But to me, the movie as a movie, as a narrative, as a story was awful, you know so as I was watching it, I enjoyed it. Um, it was, you know, just the sublime ridiculousness that we've come to expect out of movies and particularly out of summer blockbusters based on, you know, comic books. And so you're watching it and it's like, Oh, you know, she has these like metal bands on her hands that can stop bullets. That's cool. She can like move faster than she can move fast enough and think fast enough to see bullets moving through time. And then, Block them with her hands, and you know, and and yet we don't see that degree of speed in any other part of her life. Like, okay, whatever, that's fine. It's a it's a crazy, stupid, uh, ridiculously entertaining movie. Yeah, you know, that's the, the sort of the way I was thinking about it through the entire uh, process of, of watching it. But then once I stepped out of the film, I uh, unfortunately I had to turn my brain back on, and there was still enough memory of what I had just seen to. Uh, serve as grist for you know my brain then rebooting itself and starting to process what you know my memories were and I realized that you know so a narrative a heroic narrative in particular it involves a certain heroic journey you know, Joseph Campbell uh, talks about this where you know the hero comes out of the sort of origin of sort of a humble background of some type and then emerges into the into the action, into the scene, they test their powers. They start to um, exult in their ability to exercise this power on the stage, and there is success. And they are drawn in more and more into the conflict, into whatever the the, the tension, the dramatic tension of the movie. And then they are brought low. You know, um, they are. Challenged in some way that doesn't fit the way that they saw themselves uh, That they're that they conceived of their strength. They realize they have to they have to Reconsider how they're approaching things they have to reconsider their own use of their own great strength and then they Change as a result of that and then the final action is them uh, coming to terms with their power coming to terms with their flaws and then overcoming them in some way. And that is the heroic epic narrative structure. And Wonder Woman is an example of a woman as a hero, you know, a woman in that epic narrative. And it should be empowering and it is empowering and it was cool. And it, I mean, and as a, you know, as a young, still somewhat young man uh, watching this, it was, you know, there was, there were parts of it all throughout. I mean, for me, the particular image was, um, And this isn't a spoiler exactly, but, you know, she's climbing something and she uh, gets to the top. But her strength and her enthusiasm are so great that as she gets to the top, her hand, you know, cracks the stone that she's climbing. And it's like, such is her power as she's, you know, moving up this wall. And it was cool to see. It was thrilling. You know, so the the film does so many things right. But it utterly fails in this question of um, testing and changing. And, you know, spoiler alert, I guess, but, you know, I'll I'll try to speak in relatively vague terms, but basically anyone who sees the movie will hopefully understand what I'm talking about. Where she is, you know, she's brought low because she's failed in what she thinks she was supposed to do. And uh, a lot of people have died as a result. And so she's casting about, she's confused, and she's upset. And, you know, in this moment, she... Like, this is obviously the moment where you're like, you're thinking formally and it's like, okay, this is the moment where she is traveling to the underworld and, you know, grappling with her failure. But she explicitly rejects that she was responsible or that she failed in any way. She blames everyone around her. She blames the world. You know, you are bad. I am the only one who's not bad. I am perfect. I am from this perfect island. And she actually, she actually says that basically in those words and she rejects that she can that she has to change and then the rest of the action is her just doing the same thing just more intensely you know she's just more badass she just fights harder and it is the opposite of a heroic transformative epic narrative and not only is it the opposite in the formal sense it's it's the it is something that encourages the worst kind of blindness in contemporary American society where, you know, oh, we are trying to accomplish some goal and what we're doing isn't working. Well, let's just do it harder, you know, like we're trying to push on a wet noodle in Afghanistan. So let's just put more troops in. Let's just burn more money. Let's just send more military, you know, uh, hardware rather than rethinking the strategy, which was done in Iraq, right? Like you rethink the strategy in Iraq and then you have different results. Right. That, that's what we should be. That's, what the, that's sort of the model we should be thinking of. The war on drugs. You know, we've destroyed an entire generation of uh, people, particularly, you know, young black men all across America. Have we stopped people from taking drugs? No. Well, let's just destroy more lives. Let's just increase the size of our prisons. You know, this is insanity. Um, but it, result, it, it comes from this intensity uh, and conviction and refusal to examine mistakes. And in this sense, Wonder Woman is a perfect film for America in the 21st century because it highlights our um, self-righteous stupidity. Um, But the idea, particularly that progressives could find this um, good in any way, I mean, just for God's sake, get outside of the the perception, the symbolism of a woman. Oh, my God, isn't it empowering that a woman is doing all this stuff? Yes, we have a woman who is as pig-headed and idiotic as the worst caricatures of typically male leadership that uh, that exist, you know, and so okay, is that supposed to be empowering? No, I mean it's, it's absurd. And the fact that um, you get people on the left and the right talking about how great the movie is, aside from, and again, I'll say, aside from the flashbang, flim-flam, you know, showman aspects of it, which I was also entertained by, um, you know, the movie is a terrible. Terrible movie, and that's all I want to say.
1: No, 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 no! You left off the key phrase you
0: used last time when we discussed this. (laughs) What was that phrase, Uh, Dave? Oh my God! Well,
1: the money quote. I remember. I want you to say it though.
0: Oh my God! Say it, and then we'll re-edit it. This is a movie for sociopaths. (laughs) (laughs) Right. This this is a movie for sociopaths. (laughs) Yes. So I. You know, the the spirit of uh, inspiration did not visit me just now to, re- to remind me of that quote, but I said it, I, I conveyed that concept, I hope, in describing what I did about the, um, particularly the way in which American policy, you know, has cruelly, callously destroyed so many people's lives because of our refusal to admit mistakes. And, you know, what is a better vision of a sociopath in our world today than a society that cannot admit its mistakes and simply because it cannot admit it's admit its mistakes you know sentences so many people to such terrible fates and I I, I say sentence I mean that both in the sense of um, lives destroyed by our absurd war on drugs as well as you know people who are killed as a result of our directionless military uh, adventures abroad.
1: Yes. Although, I I, I do want to... The other thing that you said before that is implied, but I don't think you said directly this time, which was that part of the reason that Wonder Woman can't realize her mistake when she's brought low is that for that to happen, she'd have to be getting mansplained by Christopher Pine's character, which wouldn't be fitting with a movie. And uh, it does seem to me... Uh, from what you had said last time, that they ran into this problem whereby it's Wonder Woman; she can't have a man man explain to her how the world really works um, after yeah. at this point. And because they felt they had to dodge that, they dodged her learning anything.
0: Right. Well, you know, yeah, I, I kind of, I kind of wanted to. I guess I, I told myself that I was going to. For some reason, I decided to do this with like no spoilers. So I Whatever. tried to. who who's yeah. who's listening now who hasn't seen Wonder Woman. <laughs> Right. No, but that is, that is part of it. I also, I also, to some extent wanted, I mean, while delivering the takedown, I didn't want to, um, I didn't want to dig myself in even deeper than I have already done. But, but yeah, I mean, that's anyone who watches the movie, I mean, it's, it's clear there is this, there's a scene where, um, Chris Pine's character is trying to, uh, to serve this function where at her deepest, darkest moment of doubt, self-doubt and woe, at her failure to um, protect the people she wanted to protect. uh, Chris Pine's character comes and tries to explain, you know, tries to sort of, he's there talking with her, talking her through this moment. And, um, you know, you can, you can almost see the studio executives uh, covering his mouth, you know, because he's talking and he's saying the stuff that I'm potentially, well, I mean, he's, he's talking, And he's trying to tell her that she's wrong, but he literally cannot get the words out of his mouth. He's, like, stuttering in this scene. And, you know, it's just, I mean, it couldn't be more obvious to me that it's like, okay, you already have, you've already shoehorned this white male character into this movie alongside Wonder Woman. And the idea that he would then, at her, you know, moment where she's brought low, that he would be the one who delivers the perspective that she needs to have to grow as an individual the studio executives were like yeah no we, we can't we can't do that we can't do that so they just reached in and you know like athena or or hera or, or zeus you know on the battlefield of, of troy you know reaching in and you know guiding this the spear stroke guiding the arrow and against Ares, as it were exactly right exactly and so in this in this instance it was the uh the gods of studio capitalism in America reaching in and closing Steve's mouth to prevent him from mansplaining to, you know, to Wonder Woman in a way that would actually help her, you know, grow as a character um, and as a hero in this epic arc. But because, you know, because we're such an infantilized society now where we can't understand that a woman can still be Wonder Woman, and learn from other people even if those other people happen to be this white guy who's there when she needs advice you know the, the student executives were like yeah we, we get it we got to cut that out of this movie
1: yeah and i just want to add to everybody that to know what my big critique of the movie was was that the the villain is a real person uh general ludendorff and I mean, I guess Dave made it clear this is going to be spoiler-free, but suffice to say that the movie could have had a post credit scene involving Ludendorff joining the Nazi party that would have made perfect sense in context. But because of some strange decisions, I'll say, that is not possible. Right. Um, all right. They, well, yeah. I am glad you were able to get We this do off. care about
0: history here. We do care yeah, about we'll history have, here. We'll the I'm, historical details. I am yeah,
1: glad guys. Dave you were able to get that off your chest again.
0: Well, and and since we're talking about uh, historical details, lest I be, you know, characterized as some alt-right, you know, men's rights fanatic troll, um, you know, one of the things that Wonder Woman did do Really well is you know they present a they present a sort of a dream type image of the Western Front uh, in World War One, and it's you know muddy, intractable trench warfare. And you see South Asians going to the front, and you know it's just a little cameo, but all you need to all you you know the sense you get is this was a cosmopolitan effort you know and uh and it drew from it, it doesn't explain anything it doesn't say why they're there, who they are, but it shows, oh yeah, not everybody was a white guy wearing normal you know what we think of as like normal western type uniforms. It's like, oh well, there were these other people who were part of it too, yeah. and that they did actually very well um and somewhat it was a little a little heavy handed the way the the way they shot it, but you know, it, it showed the right picture that uh, that our societies need to better see in order to understand the past.
1: Right. The real picture, because as we were talking about with Dunkirk, part of the problem is, I mean, you read any history of these wars, it gets into the detail about the regiments that were fighting, and South Asian officers in particular are all over the place. But when you talk to people now, they say, "Well, why would they put?" South Asians into World War I. It was just white people, but it wasn't. And the reason you think it was just white people is because every movie only shows the white people. and right. so You get the self-reinforcing chicken-and-the-egg effect where people have this belief that including diversity is a forced thing that you are doing to change what the image actually was, but that's not what's happening. That's changing it to make it more accurate, and you're the one who's wrong because you think that something that happened didn't happen because you've never seen it. And because right. you've never seen it, you assume that you should never see it. It's these things were real and they were very complicated issues, which we can't get into in this bonus sign off. (laughs) Um, all right, well, that'll do it for this sign off here. Uh, uh, Dave's, uh, movie reviews may be a recurring segment. We'll just have to see what gets him passionate next time. (laughs) Um, I Thanks look for forward reading, to your rant about the emoji movie once you uh, get out there. <laughs> I'm told that one
0: inspires quite the uh, description—a passionate, erotic response. Yeah,
1: Yeah. that's. Uh, I'm. Sh- I, I mean, I just want to think. You know, there must be hundreds of critics out there who made their reviews of the emoji movie just a string of emojis. And every When's, single one can who, only hope? Every single one who did that probably thought they were being clever. But you know what that is? That's not leadership. That's administration. (laughs) All right. I'll call it right there, folks. See you next time.